and welcome to White Wine Question Time, the podcast that brings together three well-known friends to answer three thought-provoking questions over three glasses of wine. And today, well, I'm beyond a little bit giddy. <laughs> I've got a music icon. Oh. And seriously, you are celebrating 30 years in the business with an incredible album that's out now called Affection. I don't even need to rattle off the fact that she's won everything from Billboard Awards to Brit Awards, that she's dominated the charts for three decades, because you know that already. It's Lisa Stansfield. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you so much for coming in. Three decades don't look too close. Ian and I have a very, very strong relationship. Well, I can imagine that a lot of marriages end because of IVF. Yeah, it is. Because it's just, that's all you think about. It's you don't think about it? anything else. Everything you eat, everything you do. Joining Lisa, it's another Lisa, because that's not complicated. It's a hairdresser, but most importantly, one of her closest friends of the last 18 years, Lisa Eastwood. She's a hairdresser to the stars, having primped and preened the likes of Armaline Class, Scarlett Johansson, Keely Hawes, Kate Blanchett, and Kira Knightley to name but a few. Isn't it unbelievable? <laughs> I'd never dream of doing that. You wouldn't, would you? Can you imagine just going on a meet and greet and just grabbing Tom Jones's tackle? What's it? You yeah. just wouldn't. Um, and Rachel George, who has worked with Lisa for 25 years and has been a manager for the last eight years. These two are tighter than tight. I remember being in um, the Japanese agent's office and he refused to acknowledge me and was trying to address our security guard so the whole way through, <laughs> oh, even though he was introduced to me. Normally I do the introductions, but why don't you tell me who these lovely ladies are? Well, this lady here is my very, very good friend and manager, but she's been much more, we've been, years and years we've been together, 25 years. 25 and we years, are, We Rachel know George. everything about each other. So you started and, out um, as an assistant to, I did. to Lisa? Yes. How many years ago did you say? That was 25 years ago. Yeah, it was. And and to your right, we have... Is my beautiful, beautiful friend, Lisa Eastwood. I didn't get beautiful. Who, nah. Well, you are, you are it beautiful. It just goes without saying, Rach. <laughs> she did say she couldn't live without you. Yeah, I thought it was beautiful. Um, <laughs> but we've known... Me and Lisa Eastwood have known each other for 18... 18 years. 18 years. It's a hairdresser-client relationship turned friendship. It really is. We're really good friends. And so, we've been through a lot together. We, we both lost our mums together, didn't we? We did, yeah. We went through all that. Um, and lots and lots of different things. And, yeah. and Getting old together. Well, <laughs> Getting old together, that. touring. So confusing you're both called Lisa. Um, yeah, well, we, we, we used to be used worse, to didn't we? Work with a makeup artist, but it was still very, very good. Lisa Lorda. Lisa Eldridge. Lisa oh, Lisa Eldridge. Yes. So there were three of us, and we'd all, our heads had just bobbed round. <laughs> Lisa, and we'd all look round. Lisa Eldridge introduced me to Lisa Stansfield. Yeah. Oh, my God. So that's how it so, so, what is started. it about, about Lisa Stansfield that has made her a proper mate and rather than just a lovely client? Because I make a chocolate cake. It's, it's all in the ganache. And do you know what, Lisa? You're the first guest we've had in the studio to bring in a home-baked cake, a chocolate mm, ganache. Well, you know. Thank you. I thought. 
bring a little bit of Rochdale to London. You've travelled down on the train to London from Rochdale with yeah. a classic Rochdale cake. I and sat with it on my knee all the time. Oh, bless it. And it's in the most beautiful box. It looks like it's from a shop. I will put a picture Aww. of the box on my Instagram so you can, can see and believe it. <laughs> she, she's putting a picture of the box because we've all let the cake. Oh, uh, yeah, the, gaze, the, the cake is gone. <laughs> but also, you get to do this brilliant thing of travelling together. You've toured together. And touring is a weird old life. Yeah, uh, very. It is. And it sounds amazing when you look at a tour itinerary and you go, oh, wow, you're going to 18 amazing countries. Yeah. Oh, you're going you going to 18 airports? Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't really, you see a theatre, um, a gig and, and, um, and a hotel, really. And a bus. And a bus. But it does accelerate intimacy and friendships, doesn't it? So it'll either make it a friendship very quickly or break a friendship it's very quickly. Like, it's sort of like um, having immediate family. Yeah. Because... You, you, everything's so heightened that emotionally, you, you, you're as truthful with people as you are with maybe your own siblings. Yeah. Because, the, because they're the only the people that you have, and you do form an amazing bond. But if you have a propensity to get on anywhere, it's just a really special friendship that yeah. you develop. And do you make many of those friendships along the way? Is it is what you've got as a as a as a kind of triangle of friendship quite special in your lives? Uh, probably. We're still really close with Lisa Eldridge as well, aren't we? Yeah, we we all have our we have our girly lunches. Yeah, don't we, we do. We Talk do. me through what happens at a girly lunch. Well, we had one recently. We 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 went to the Wolseley UG. But we're very good now. Yeah. We're very very good now. We used to smoke a lot. Oh my God! Yeah. And did you I sing with a voice like yours for years? We chain smoke for years and years and years. We don't smoke anymore. Thank right. goodness we managed to. You know, yeah, and I don't know where we did it because role. we were like diehard smokers. Yeah, just very lucky we were able to give up. Did so you all quit at the same time? No, Lisa gave no, up a long time yeah, ago. You, much. How long have you been given up? Two that? years. Yeah, it is. Lisa gave up a long time ago. I'm, what, ten yeah, years? Yeah, well, I'm about eight, nine, I think. Nine. You gave up in New York. Yeah. Hypnotherapy, it was brilliant. Hypnotherapy? Because I wouldn't have ever given up otherwise. You only went twice on, didn't you? So you did used to drink and smoke quite a lot then. Right. But now we've got older, we're trying to look after ourselves more and be a bit more, you know, mindful. As much as we try and be more mindful. mindful. Yeah, mindful. Quite mindful. What course does mindful go out the window? (laughs) When you're on one of those tours and you're exhausted. (laughs) And Lisa's got a thing where she can never, ever, she's... It gets terrible bad luck in food, in restaurants, oh, yeah. in room terrible. service. Anything she wants is never, ever on It's the never menu. available. <laughs> I, I, I always say to everyone, now do you realise why I am so thin? <laughs> it happened recently. We were doing... <laughs> there's so- never anything I want to That's eat. That's why I bring me on cake. <laughs> <laughs> so you, uh, it's, I think it's quite extraordinary that you have this incredible knack of sustaining relationships I think that's amazing. Plus, you like each other, don't you? We really like each other. But all your mm. relationships. I hadn't really thought like about it, but she has. Yeah, yeah, yeah she has. That's especially yeah. in this business. How'd you do it? I think I've been very, very lucky in the, in the people that you know. I've been fortunate enough to. All, we've all run into each other, and our paths have all gone down. You know, the same way, and um, I think we're all really, really fortunate to to. Just get on as well as we do, because I, th- I, I think if we'd have been all different people, pe- probably we wouldn't have done. 
But it does take work, doesn't it? It takes forgiveness. It takes the ability to be patient and understanding. Yeah, it does. Let somebody mm. go through those yeah. difficult times. Yeah, and recognising yeah. when somebody's sad or when somebody's about to explode in an angry way um, and being very sensitive to people's moods, really, because you tend to go up and down all at the same time as well. Yeah. No, just generally. When you're away, well, yeah, because if, if you're like-minded, it's going to be the same things that get you go that are going to make you laugh, you know. You, yeah, you know, and you the know. same things. So that you'll, you'll end up in a sort of rhythm with each yeah. other, I suppose. And it's like there's always a time in the afternoon especially if you're doing a shoot or something like that and you get sort of oxygen deprived or something and everybody just starts laughing for about an hour, like Loses about it. four or five o'clock. And then you go, right, get back to work again now. And, and But for some reason, everybody's really in tune. And then, yeah, it's great. We used to like to sing... Um Hip hop in an operatic oh, style, oh, didn't we? Now, Rachel, this is Rachel's fault. I'm not doing it. Go on, Rachel. Because on. what we used to do to relieve boredom. So was in New York, wasn't it? Was, um, this is a great subject, man. <laughs> what do you do to relieve boredom? I haven't been around. Like, I haven't yeah. witnessed this yet. You missed this. What? I must have come in at the tail end yeah, of this Is this when you were, you were touring in New York or living in New York? We were doing promo we were mainly, doing weren't we? I think. Promo there, mm. so. And, um, when we were bored, we'd just say to Rachel, oh, please do the do the <laughs> operatic hip-hop, you know, and do the operatic... No, Diggity was the main one. Operatic, <laughs> like, um, pop chart. And, <laughs> and she used to do operatic versions. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no Diggity was, was brilliant. Go on. Go on, go on, please, please. Please. We're putting you right on the spot. We're all staring oh, at you. Oh, oh, yeah. I like the way you work here. Go on. No, Diggity. Yeah, what do you consider to have been amongst your finest moment as friends, girls? Ooh. I think Lisa Lisa did something really amazing for me. After my mum my mum uh, died the girls rang me and maybe like a month later they had a job in Hong Kong yeah what were we doing it was Bankleaf and Arpels like this most incredible job jewellery brand yeah. aren't they jewellery yeah. brand it was a corporate thing staying most amazing hotel Lisa got the flight put me in business class mm. and took me there it was like Amazing! I actually thought about that the other day, Aww. and I actually thought it was just amazing. I mean, I was sort of still reeling around all over yeah. the place, but, but it you was do when a wonderful, wonderful thing to do, and just so kind and caring. She what? Because you needed to just be taken out of yourself for a moment, cared I for. Think so, and I think she because Lisa had lost her mum. A few years before, yeah, about hadn't you? Three, was it about two years? Yeah, or about three two or three years, years yeah. before. And she said to me, oh, listen, why don't you come? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to go. And actually, I did go. And we actually did. Yeah, and we did have a laugh. We did have a laugh. Time. We had an amazing time. Yeah. Beautiful hope. Just an amazing experience. Yeah. No, so things like that. She's very kind. To, when, when, you gri- when you're going through grief, if you can just divert yourself away for just for, for a few days or whatever, 
it just gives your whole body a, a, a rest, really. A, repri- a reprieve no, from a brain yeah. arrest. Yeah. And you're absolutely right, Liz, because, you know, grief, you, you, can't, you can't cure grief. It's something no, you have to process. go through. But you can mm. divert it for a little while. Yeah. You can just give somebody I mean, a mini break from their grief, can't you? And that's yeah. what it was, I guess, a mini break from it, and yeah. which was so lovely and kind. And the girls have always been really lovely mm. and sweet. But it, and kind. I think it's for the for, for three people to know that the other people are there for them, really. So I would imagine you know. at that time when Lisa was going through the loss of her mum, you two were on the phone going, "Is she all right? What can we do for her?" Yeah, it was a horrible time for you, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and vice versa. When Lisa lost her yeah. mum, I'll be ringing a massive Rachel. shock. Rachel, yeah, because my mm. mum died very suddenly. Did she? Um, and totally she died away as well. She was in Tenerife, <sighs> in the apartment. Um, my dad had an apartment, and she died in a sleep. Um, so yeah, it was a real it's like shocker. a big thing. Everyone was like, "Oh my god!" You know, yeah. really, you didn't see it coming at all. Not at all. Yeah, because she was like sixty-three. God, that's so young. Mm. So that's like 10 years older than me. So I said, no, I'm not going. I'm not ready yet. But Mom, that's no. when your true friends really come in. Because mm. when you have a massive loss in your life, some people can't deal with it. They not don't, yeah, they don't, know, they don't know how to, how to you, do it. So yeah. they don't want to ring you. They don't, don't want to see how you are. They just don't know how to deal with it. They just feel uncomfortable. And they don't want to put their foot in it and say something inappropriate. But I think if you And it's a very personal it, thing, so you really need to yeah. know that person as yeah. well, in a way. And that's but it, but it it's just... Works. I suppose because you know each other and you've, be, you've been through the same thing, it's much easier just to be silent with somebody. Yeah. Because you know that the other person exactly knows what you're going through. Yeah. You know. And there's nothing that you can do about it and there's nothing that anyone can say about it. Because it's just there and it's and it's never going to go away, but you're going to learn to cope with it and it's nice to do it in that way. Well, it's just, literally learning to yeah. sit with it, isn't it? Yeah. To, to, to be able to exist alongside mm. it. And they are, and it does, those those things change you irrevocably. And yeah, they forever. really do. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. You can never go back to the shape you were no. afterwards, can you? But they say that, that grief will always... If grief is a ball, it, the size never changes, but you grow around it so it seems smaller. Oh, like Lisa told me size. that. I remember that. I like she told that. Me that. That feels yeah. very... So yeah. you grow as a person because you have to deal with it, and it's a beautiful way to look at it because you think of the person who's died making you a stronger person. Yeah, really. That's a really nice way to frame it, actually. Mm, it is. And it is often, sadly, in our friendships, I think it's the difficult times that become the, the most asserting in terms of the strength of your friendships, don't you? And it's how you feel that you can fall back and lean on each other. What do you think it is that you get from each other that possibly you couldn't get from the men in your lives? I suppose female understanding. It's like when Rachel w- was pregnant with twins and she worked nearly the whole way through the pregnancy, didn't you? Yeah. And she had really bad um, morning sickness. All day sickness. wasn't <laughs> morning oh, sickness. Oh, that's yeah. not nice, is it? Horrendous. But I know, I know it seems really cruel of me to say it, but, it, but when I think back at it, it just makes me giggle <laughs> because there was like this... this <laughs> oh, God. It's like that... This background, like, <laughs> noise, like this theme tune 
of like, and I'm sitting in Amsterdam or Madrid and, and I'm sitting in a beautiful hotel suite <laughs> and I'm going, yeah, and all around the world came out and, there's, and then occasionally, just in the background, you'd hear, <laughs> and I She's not even exaggerating. Like, oh, and it was so bad because all I wanted to do was just go and go Help her. to the bathroom. Laugh, actually, was what she and wanted I had to do. To just oh. completely ignore. Like I'd say, oh, I'm so sorry. So professional. And then I sounded like a real horrible person because I went, oh, it's all right. So it, she does it all day. Rachel, she's being sick. <laughs> She does it all the time. <laughs> God, yeah, just ignore it. Yeah, gosh. You know. So you've been there through some births, some some deaths. Yeah. Spent a lot of money shopping. Have you? Oh, Is that what you yeah, do? That was very Well, we nice. have done. We don't spend as much money now, do, do we? Do you not? I don't think so. So what would you do on the road to kill boredom, to to make it feel like it wasn't groundhog? Oh, spells. Yeah, oh my In Germany. God, that. Naked, no. like naked, naked saunas. Your first German sauna, you never forget, do you? Because it is like Absolutely. a willy waving festival. I, I, I went so, before breakfast with the makeup artist. Were you there? When me and Liz were there, we went before. We, we thought went, we'd do a bit of exercise on this swimming, do a bit of swimming before breakfast. <laughs> go and have a sauna. We're in our swimsuits. Get in there. All guys sitting around with every with a tackle hanging out. Like, yeah. OMG, yeah. got to get out of here. Just not used to it. It is a new case. You do get used to it. Well, they look as shocked when you're all yeah. uptight in English. Yeah. 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 There's all these German guys sitting in a line, all with the willies out, like, and the legs open. <laughs> and they all had like big pot bellies. <laughs> and they weren't like, right. you know, if you're going to get your willy out, have something well, to go with it. It's a German style. It's a German style. having And also, I suppose we're about to kill your career. In Germany, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. The J- uh, Japanese one as well. Do you remember that one? Japanese spa. Oh, we went. Yeah, to we went to they the don't get that tackle out, do they? No, but they thought they were laughing their heads off at the backing singers. Do you remember? Oh yeah. We had a very that. tall blonde backing singer with massive tits, and we had a and very had tall Anna, black like Anna, really, both really statuesque girl. And and they just found it hilarious, openly hilarious. pointing and laughing. But like it, like they they yeah, were just couldn't believe their bodies. Attraction, like freak yeah. show, yeah, you freak know. show, yeah. And we um, got away with it. Yeah, like, like boys. Serious body shaming that you'd never get away with. Really now. bad. But what do you mean pointing and laughing? Because because they were because they were body different. Types they different. Do that they quite a lot. Yeah. So as women, they were because Anna was like she's really tall, tall yeah. really, isn't yeah. she? Um, <laughs> oh no, so they found it absolutely <laughs> yeah. hilarious. And all the women got massaged last. Yes. They did all the men before they did. It's, yeah. Do you know what? Isn't it interesting when you do step out of this bubble of our world and you start to, to, to work in different countries where culturally there's huge differences? Yeah. yeah. Japan was the biggest culture shock for oh me, definitely. God. It's going to change. It, it is going to change. It's got I mean, to. We've got a thing called the internet. You know, women go on the internet. Everybody goes on the internet. Mm. And I think it's not a case of women being better than men, men being better than women. I can't wait for the day when we're all bloody equal. Yeah. You know, because now, I'm sorry, but women are really getting on my nerves at the moment. I love feminism. But I, I mean, your, so yeah, your but issue with this is when you, you think it's things too far, it, it gets nasty, I think. And it's like the only reason why, the only reason I think to be a feminist is for things to be equal. That's right, yeah. And I know things have to go to extremes to come back. which is what is happening right now. Well, I think it's gone very extreme from the Hollywood, 
but Harvey don't you think Weinstein that's a good thing? thing? Yes. yes, I think I it is a yes, good I thing, do. but it's the transitionary period that is very. It's like a sort of mishmash of everything because nobody knows what's going but, on. But do you, do you think it it's comes back general man? But see, see, you tell me if I'm wrong. I think what you're saying is that you think that white heterosexual men are getting a bit of a bad rap. I just think bad men are getting a bad rap. Yes. In the same yeah. way well, that a yeah. bad woman I think they're being all bunched it. It's I like agree. they're all being put in the same barrel, you know. Yeah. Do you think so? I, th- I feel so, yeah. Do you? Because, I, I mean, when you go around the world and you work in these different pockets of, of the world where culturally everything is, is, is different to what we're used mm. to, I come home thinking... Thank God I was born. Well, back yeah. so, and that's so do I. Because life's a lottery, right? I, mean, yeah. I, leave, yeah. I, I, leave, I leave this country. I, go and, I have done lots and lots of travelling in my life with work. When I come back, I think, thank God I live in this country. Yeah. I moan about you it. Born, I, moan about, yeah. I moan about the NHS. I moan about this. I moan about that. But actually, we do we live in fortunate. an amazing yeah. country. Yeah. And we live, we live in no as, one's as gonna as come along society and society is probably... We, is, is, yeah. is no, we oh, never I'm know. not saying our country isn't equal. No, but like I know what that. you're saying. I know yeah. what you're saying. But I think the Me Too thing, actually... Is a good thing because yeah, when think you think but overall, it is. I mean, when when it all came out, we were, I was talking with some girlfriends. Mylene was was one yes, of the Mylene class, she and was. she was talking about Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, literally just doing his routine on her. Yeah. Oh, did she? Yeah. yeah. And everything. Yeah. And then when you start to think back, you go, Oh God, yeah, do you remember when? Oh yeah, in the in the nineties, inappropriate blah. things that used to happen to you. It happened to all of us. Which girls. which actually at the time it was like. You'd say to your girlfriends, "Bloody hell! Did you just see what you did to me?" But yeah. you never you took know it that, further. Why no. did you, you know, like that little thing where they got their hand round your yeah. waist, but yeah. it's just that and little bit just, too low. Yeah. All those things that are not allowed to happen now. Unacceptable. Well, Unacceptable. try having your picture taken at a meet and greet when someone tries to feel your tit all the time. <laughs> what? Stop it! No, it happens all the time. Well, like That's a, it. Who, who but was... I actually said, "Good, could you get your hand off my tit?" <laughs> It's a meet and greet, not a meet and grab. Yeah. <laughs> meet and grab. I love the meet and grab. And I'll grab you right back where it hurts. Stop grabbing my meat. <laughs> or I'll grab yours. Isn't it unbelievable? I'd never dream of doing that. I wouldn't, would Can you me? imagine just going on a meet and greet and just grabbing... Tom Jones. Tom Jones's tackle. What's it? You yeah. just wouldn't. I'm sure that loads of people have done that. Do, do you think, though, that it's changed sufficiently? Do you think that, that this that this whole chat around... Well, it's not a chat, that demeans what it is. This conversation that's come alive, this movement of, of Me Too and Time's Up is going to change things for you know the next generation so that they don't have somebody we'd grabbing ha- their We'd hope so. We, I would yeah, hope I so. Th- I, I, I think so, but I do hope that it gets back to the middle ground where... It's not so extreme. I think the tide is sort of turning. And you go back in the history books and you look at brilliant people like Billie Jean King, the tennis player. You know, yeah. she put her foot down in 1972. Oh, that was incredible. Did you watch the documentary? I, I loved sex. it, yeah. yeah Do you know the story where she, was, she just said, I'm not playing yeah. in the US Open next year because... I've just won it this year, and the the guy that won it has got fifteen grand more yeah. than me. Yeah. So I'll only come back if it's equal pay. And then she set up the Women's Tennis Association. So you need those mavericks yes, that are going to just go. I don't oh, care how unpopular the, um, I am. I'm going to do this. What's the news reader? K- Kerry, Kerry, Kerry Gracie, Kerry Gracie. Yeah. And she's, she's fighting. Fought, she's won it. She's fought the thing for equal pay at the BBC. I think for women. But, or she's gone to, or she's going to court. She, I think she won it, though. I think she won. Good for her. Good for. Her. I mean, you think your job, Rachel, right? You know, mm. you would have never been able to, 40, 50 years ago, see a woman in your position. You would have been kept as an assistant. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, and do you ever, do you ever, you know, when you work in different parts of the world, do you ever find that there is that male resistance to a female manager? I remember being in um, the Japanese agent's office, no. and he refused to acknowledge me and was trying to address our security guard <laughs> so the whole way through, oh, even though he was introduced to me as management, and he refused to talk to me. Which really? that's, I think that's the most noticeable time for me. Oh, I would. I, I'd be more I remember once being in a meeting with somebody who, who didn't like what I was saying in as much as I didn't agree with his decision. Right. And I was trying to, I suppose, with some passion, put my point over. Mm. And he put his hand up in my face and said, you need to stop being so emotional. <gasps> oh, so, And I'm sat in a room. I'm oh, the no, only woman. And there's five other guys in the room. And I said... You're gonna you're gonna put your hand in their face. Would you would you say Good that to you. any of the men in this room? And he said, uh, uh, Yeah, I said, but you wouldn't. You wouldn't. So take your hand and sit on it and remember yourself. Oh, and I was you. absolutely fuming, livid. and I thought, yes. now I'm going to get passionate and disagree. Yeah, good and now you. I'm going to be emotional. Good dick. Because if a man says no to another man, they think they just go, oh, okay. When a woman says no, different thing. They're always going to try and. Manoeuvre mm. it, manipulate you, but that's pull you it. around. You're getting emotional. Oh, don't get emotional. Don't get emotional. That was Or oh, like, the other oh, one, mate. which I hate. Oh, could be the time of the month. Oh! <laughs> time of the month could be one. your time, my friend. Yeah, Bang. your yeah. time. It could be your time of the bloody month. <laughs> <laughs> it will be bloody. <laughs> We're getting very feisty, aren't we? Oh. Okay, ready for another oh question? Oh, my God, I'm, t- I'm turning into one of those feminists, aren't I? <laughs> Do you mean turning into a feminist? I think you are already one. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Last question, ladies. What is something 
horrible that everybody should try at least once. Oh, oh. God. I saw that you thought, oh, God, I really don't want to do that. I really don't want that. And it turned out to be really quite oh, fantastic. Sounds like a hard question. Going on Concord. Well, they can't now. Can I know, they? no, obviously, <laughs> historically. <laughs> no, but the question is, what's something horrible you? that everybody should try at least once? Yeah, that's not. Um, it's oh, not horrible. horrible. It's the, it, I hated it. Did you? Yeah. I'm really. Oh. Doesn't like she got claustrophobia. She doesn't like small spaces. No. But how brilliant! I was thinking on a normal plane, it. you could kind of get out of the window. Concord, the windows were like that. Oh, I know. Hideous. Um. Oh, I don't know, really. Did they, I mean, like childbirth? Was that something awful that you should try once? Yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? Is it? Is it horrible? Yeah. Oh man. Is it? Is well, it really when I painful? had my first, yeah. I had no drugs by Didn't mistake. You? Really? So when I got in, I'd always said that it was all in my doctor's notes. I want all the drugs. I want all the drugs. And I got into the hospital, and they went, "You're quite, you know, this is going to really slow it down." And I was like, "I'm all right with that." They were Are like, "No, we really recommend that you just let's just do this." And I went, "Okay." And then Are it got too painful. Then yeah, and I, I said, "Actually, it's too painful. Please, can I have an epidural?" And they, they had about eight goes at, at getting it in, and it's like it's like yeah. believing it's like a dart holding you back. Ooh. And then the bless him, the, the anaesthetist. It's at the time I'd not long stopped hosting the X Factor. Came in the next day, and he said, "I owe you an apology. I'm so sorry. I just really love the X Factor, and I got a bit." Oh, <laughs> and I'm great. like, "No." Right. <laughs> I, 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 what? Oh my god! What? And that's why I'm like, you fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> well. Mm. That's, That's the what worst thing, actually, people doing things like that when they're nervous about yeah. it. Because I had to, when we were doing IVF, I had to have bloods done all the time and I had to go to another clinic when we came back to London because we did it in New York. And this guy, this young guy, and he and he realised who I was and he got all nervous about it. Started shaking And he took my blood and my thing came up like a golf Ooh, ball. Oh, God. And he said, I'm so sorry, I never do this, I never, ever do... And I thought, well, why are you doing it to me? Because you know? they do... And, and I understand that people get nervy. Yeah. You know, I do understand that. I felt a bit sorry for him, actually, because yeah. it was a right you turn? I did. I did. And so what was he doing, giving you a, just a simple... Just taking blood so that they can check me hormones that's a, that's and a really if rough pregnant. But you're having that a lot, then, if you're doing IVF, Lisa. So you have to have it done every other day. Every you? other day, isn't it? And then the injections in the That thighs. was a rough time, the IVF. And in oh, bum. So Ian used to do the big one in my bum. He, oh. he used to, I, I used to bend over and he used to pretend he was playing darts. Go on, bend over. <laughs> How long ago was the IVF? Oh God, ten years. God, is it that long? I bet it. W I bet it, it longer, is. You know, longer than ten years ago. Ten, eleven years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was oh. hard, wasn't it? That was a hard one. That, yeah, it? that was another long, arduous road. Well, that's something that we I've loved got and supported and not you through. Wished it. I'd ever yeah, yeah. So that's the opposite answer, really. Yeah, but, no, um, but that's that's still a valid um, answer. In, what because it because it didn't give you the results. Well, that you also wanted. because when when I got to the very end of it, and the both of us, you see, some women can go twelve cycles of IVF and not without a problem. They love babies. They want to have a baby. Yeah, it is in them that that's all encompassing. Yeah, and three times I was that that was it. I was out. And I realised that I didn't want a child. 
and I thought, thank God that I did. So you didn't want a baby. You just were you and doing it because you felt the most expensive but, lesson that I've ever. Well, it was just myself. after your mum died. I think wasn't her mum had died. Yeah, and, and I think that made you want to have because one. Because my mum, yeah, you're right. Something of your own. Yeah. Because my mum had died, I sort of was trying to maybe replace the death with the life and whatever, yeah. I don't well, that, know. Do you know what, that makes so much sense. But you don't realise you're doing it at the time. And could you, as, as her friends, see that that was, that was informing her decision on IVF? Were you worried about her? Uh, well, you don't we, know I at think, the time. Because, no, because you were very convinced. She was very convinced she wanted one. I remember you coming round to do a pregnancy test. Supported well, her yeah, with it all. Yeah, you're But it made her very ill. Yeah. Made her really ill. Did it? Mm. And you were really, really upset. I remember it was a really nice day. Yeah. Yeah. And you had the kitchen doors open. And I went in this um, downstairs loo. You did? Yeah. And it was mm. negative, obviously. Yeah. And then did you, you so you when when did you come to the realization that actually what am I doing? I don't actually want a baby. After it was all over, after no. the, all the IVF. You was did three over, rounds, didn't you? And I just yeah. and I was so, is it, mentally because physically I'm I'm pretty strong. I'm I'm only little, but I'm quite strong, and so my body can take quite a lot. But mentally, it was just utterly exhausting. Utterly, utterly exhausting. Mm. And um, Ian and I have a very, very strong relationship. But I can imagine that a lot of marriages end because of IVF. Yeah. It is. Because it's just, that's all you think about. It's a pressure cooker, think isn't about it? Anything else. Everything you eat, everything you do is all encompassing. Based around. And yeah. it just gets to the point where you want to explode. So I only hand up to women who, who actually go through it because they must really, really want to yeah. have a child. So you have to be so driven yeah. to want to do it because yeah. it's not it's not like all the fun of trying to conceive a, a, a baby through the most traditional no, of it, No, it is not. No. <laughs> I can imagine your sex life goes right out the window. Yeah. yeah. And that's the other thing, that you aren't allowed to have sex. What? And I then didn't know you, that. Get, you get really quite horny. <laughs> and, and they say whatever you do, because when they've implanted the the um, embryos, and you get your you know your your husband's played darts on your ass, <laughs> you want to do everything you can to keep that in there. And what happened every single time to me? And they said it's very dangerous to have an orgasm. And every single time, I was a fast asleep and obviously you're not allowed to have sex you're not allowed to fancy your, your husband and, God. and so I, I would have like the most amazing dreams about me and Ian and then whoa no, wait next up. minute it's like being put on a diet oh, and then suddenly you can't stop oh, eating that's true that's true it happened every single time oh. and then the next minute I'd be holding on to the end of the t- edge of the toilet because it was so painful and I knew that it had gone oh. I mean, that is something horrible that you... Are you glad you at least tried it, though, Lisa? I am, because because I know that I don't want yeah. a child. So as much as it was the opposite outcome, it is something horrible. I that mean, you a lot of and... people think I'm completely no. vile and extravagant no. for doing that. No, they were. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, it was the right thing for, for you to do yeah. at that time I think life. a lot of people will listen to this and think, there's somebody that was in the midst of a horrible grief that actually thought she wanted one thing and it turned out she wanted another. Yeah, and, I still, I mean, and that's a, a p- good point that I think it probably it was, definitely was about that. me, Mum. It was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'll you be- didn't win this one, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lisa, what have, what have you done that's, 
that that's horrible that you think everybody should at least give a go to? I can't actually think of something that's awful. What have you said? Having having I haven't said anything yet. Well, well, I said Concord, but that's crap. You, that, actually, no, Concord was quite good. But I'm trying to think, what have I done? You dreaded that turned out to be... Oh, I think I, one of mine, actually, is yoga. Because I do like yoga. I don't actually do it anymore, but I went through a massive phase of it. And I just really thought I'm you not You look gonna... like a yogi, Liz. You look like you've got well, a yoga I'm body. Well, I'm a bit bendy and everything, aren't I? Well, you're sinewy. Um, <laughs> I was. I was very good at yoga. Oh, you liked really it, didn't you, yoga? Mm, I, I might get into it again. Try it again. But, um, yeah, that's one of the things that I thought it's going to be really boring and everyone's oh, going to be so going hard. on about this. It's and so that. hard. It you do it. I've just started not well, about but a year it ago. It is so you feel hard. So good but you do, you do feel it. good. You do. It's, you do. It's so, and but I it get, shifts your energy. It's the head. Mm. It's your energy. It, it's so calming for you. Well, it's, I don't know what it does. Priorities but I feel so though. good when I leave it. But I've got a bit of a bad back, so it's not always good for me. No. Oh, that's so it hurts a shame. my back a bit, but I absolutely love the way you feel. I like yeah. the hot yoga. I like that. You do it. I a like lot to that do that. I haven't done it for, a, I did it a couple of weeks ago. Right. But I like that thing where I feel like I'm detoxing. It's all right. quiet. No, I don't have to think about anything only getting into those mm. hard positions to hold to hold and, and it like, teaches us to be still doesn't it yeah. and i'm never yeah. i've never Same. been good at being yeah still. that's why i make myself do it you go to the gym quite a lot yeah i go every day i'm obsessed oh yeah she is obsessed and she hardly ever sleeps she's like a, a human dynamo <laughs> It's like what you can you could actually phone you've got her three up at any time well. and she'll be aware. We're a bit similar. We <laughs> know how you do. So, but, you know, for a lot of people, the gym is something awful. And do, you know, I, 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 I genuinely love it. I I, I didn't sane. exercise until I was twenty eight because I dr- I dreaded the idea. All it thought. Oh, you've got an amazing of, figure. You're tiny. Yeah. Yeah, but no, 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 not at all. But at school, I was the crap fat one that was always last. You know, even in the sports day races oh, that, really? for the crap kids with the egg and spoon, I was still crap at that. Do you know, right. there was the crap kids, and then there's the crappiest of the crap, and I was the crappiest Aww, of the crap. No, no, seriously. So I just stayed mean, a, though, isn't it? I stayed away school. from yeah, from horrible. exercise, and then I did it as a sort of like, oh, better. Mm. Then I f- and I have I, I love it. Some days I hate it. It is a horrible thing to do, but you feel so good. I've got a tra- I use. I've got a train. I've had trainers on and off for years. I go into phases of getting fat. Binge eating, drinking loads, and I go, oh, God, the summer's yeah. coming round. I've got to lose weight. I'm going on my holiday. want to look good. So yeah. then I go into getting a fitness trainer. It's, it's been a spiral yo, for 20 yo. years. Yo, 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 yo. Can't get off the yo, yo. I think loads go. of women are like that. Loads of people. I think it's just the human condition, though. Isn't yeah. it? Some, I think women some of us are extreme, and some of us are more moderate. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like that's extreme. 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 <laughs> I think people in our type of job, though tend to be extreme people. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. So I've got this trainer that I'm using now, poor thing. He's sort of like <laughs> in his thirties, and I'll say things, and he'll be like, oh, "That's quite self-sabotaging." And I'm like, "Well, it is, but it's like." Well, and what, what's he referring to? Please don't oh, say I'm, like I'm a saying things like, "Oh, I'm saying things like, oh, my knee's hurting," and he'll go, "Yeah, because I think it's to do with blah blah blah." And I'll go, "No, love, it's because I'm really overweight. <laughs> that's why my knees are hurting. So that's why I'm here because I'm fat. Yeah, yeah. Need to lose weight." 
and he'll. <laughs> they, younger he doesn't pe- know what to no, say. But, young, but younger people are much nicer. They don't say that kind they of don't. thing. It's not PC. You don't say that kind of thing. No, millennials are much, They're very, much very softer. different. Softer. They're emotionally evolved at a much yeah. younger age. Yeah. Yeah. Ha- yeah. They're not as hard on themselves. I've kind of always themselves. been very. Yeah. We're not kind to ourselves. I think, I think they drive themselves really hard, but they're kinder to themselves in the yeah. process. I think I think that we, our generation, have been taught that when you, especially as a woman, that if you're doing a work like work your job in the ground your work, yeah. you you know you've got to do it, do it, do it, yeah. and that's it. And it's so we saying aggressive. that today, it's very we? aggressive. Yes. Yeah, we feel we have to be perfect. Well, it, it's bringing out it's, filed, it's bringing out too much male in you. Who's making you feel like that though? Ourselves. Ourselves. Yeah, well, yeah, and other yeah. women maybe to a degree. Do you think so? Mm, yeah. 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 But also, I think it's, it's so historically, now. it's conditioning, well, it's, you it's your com- upbringing. Women compare themselves to each other all the time, though. Yeah. I think. But I think, I think you get within a group of girls, you all gravitate around together. Like-minded. Like, yeah. you're yeah. a hard worker. Mylene's a hard worker. Yeah. Mylene's manager, Sev. You know hard Sev. Hard worker, yeah. Hard worker. We're all hard workers. Yeah. Actually, to be successful and to in life you've got to work hard you nothing do. comes I to you on a plate I, yeah, I yeah. you've got to you've got to work we just have a really good laugh you, yeah, yeah. And, you, and you have to and work and we do whilst working but hard it, yeah. but, you, but you've got to get that kind of balance and if you are slightly extreme then you go on the extreme way of working which burns you out but we were saying before it's like we, we beat ourselves up if we've got like half an hour and we'll go oh what am I going to do with half an hour and it's like well sit down and just oh, I don't. do I, nothing I tidy up I'm no, obsessed with cleaning you. and tidying I, I love clean, but that's that's not really? sitting down that's no. carrying on being yeah, that's when we used to travel oh god yeah Lisa's more <laughs> untidy than me. Yeah, there's a lot more. I can't have an untidy space. So, so you would make her come to your room to do your hair? So, like, even now, no. even now I could be tidying this all up here. Yeah. I can't stand... It would be, like, maybe a couple of ashtrays, a few dog ends in that. Yeah, because we all were smoking then as well. Hanging coats up in wardrobes, getting all the stuff sorted. I'd do, like, a complete spring she'd clean to set up. And she'd immediately yeah. start... Cleaning. All the coats in your pal, put them on the angers, put Good them woman. on the angers, put After everything my own in a heart. neat I line. can't think straight I'm if saying. I'm not in a tidy environment. Ordered environment, ordered mind, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. My I'm head's chaotic enough. I yeah. still know where everything is. Do you? But So yours is uh, organised mess? Yeah. Organised chaos? Yeah. I've got, I'm, I, I'm good at, all, at like being tidy, but... When I'm on my own, sometimes it was just like a bomb's hit the bedroom. Oh, my God. Like the, the suitcase threw up. It's like Ian's <laughs> side of the bed is completely like, well, it's normal. My side <laughs> is just like, there's been like a load of animals having a fight or something. <laughs> my side of the room. It needs, it needs tidying, put it that way. If you're going to create something, we've got to get it tidy. <laughs> So, ladies, you're celebrating this year 30 years of, of your career and almost yeah. 30 years of you guys knowing each other, working together, supporting it's each lovely. other. Lovely. Yeah. What a long way you've come. And there's not many artists in this business that get to 20 years, let alone 30. Yeah, and still have lovely friends that are working with you. Mm. So it's lovely. It's good. because it because it's as you get older, you get more set in your ways. So the more friends and the more people who really know you and you know each other can work together, the better. Absolutely. Because then you can relax because you're not second guessing all yeah. the time. Yeah. 
So here's to the next 10 years, eh, girls? No, much more relaxed 10 years. You think? Oh, let's hope. Yeah. Let's hope so. <laughs> it won't. 10 more tidy no, years. No, it won't, but we'll pretend it. <laughs> you are. 10 more tidy years. I've got, to keep doing all that. I've got to keep doing all that cleaning. <laughs> now you're going to head off out after this for a bite to eat and Lisa won't get what she wants on the menu. Yeah. I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a ring and tell you. Yeah, would you? Thank you so much, girls. Oh, it's been you. really oh, thank you. lovely to understand the friendships that sit around you and the women mm. that you've chosen as your, well, your wing women. Oh, they're lovely. And they thank are you. beautiful wing women. And have you enjoyed chatting and... We have enjoyed chock- I didn't about really the speak, in all honesty. No, I, I was so just good. upset that she didn't do a song. I know, I'm sorry I know, I wanted that. a bit of a hip-hop. Well, maybe come back, maybe just send me, you know, once you've got a warm-up, just yes. send it to me on a I'll WhatsApp. I'll cut it into the show. <laughs> you could be smashing it. You could go viral. Oh, it'd be a nice career, that, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could do a whole album. series. Yeah. An album. It covers a whole album. Listen, by the end of the next 10 years, there'll be a body of work. Um, thank you so much, ladies. Oh, it's been thank my you. absolute thank pleasure. You. Um, if you would like to get in touch with us, please do. As always, we uh, are available an email to you, whitewinequestiontime at yahoo.com. You can find us on Twitter at whitewineqt. Or you can talk to me on DM on Instagram. I'm the Kate Thornton. Uh, White Wine Question Time is produced by me along with Caitlin Mercer on behalf of Yahoo UK. Yay! And our music is created by Andy Bell. If you'd like to hear more of his work with Oasis and Ride, check him out on iTunes, Spotify and all good music outlets. As always, much wine was consumed for your entertainment purposes on this podcast. But remember, guys, moderation is key. Please drink responsibly. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.